1: and Happy to say, Barry Hall joins us right and now. I was former, going to face
0: off with him if he didn't answer his phone. I former teammate
1: him. of Nick Davis, so Barry said. Um, <laughs> Barry, he, he says he was going to bash I you was. if you didn't come on. Um, <laughs> your response to such an outrageous claim? It, it is outrageous. Uh,
2: yeah, I think. I think uh, Dave, I was. Um, yeah, getting a a few things mixed up. I think you, you forget <laughs> some of our boxing sessions at the three times.
1: Yeah, hanging out next to five G Towers or something like that, I think, before that. I was the number one
0: mate. I was the number one pad man. Don't worry about that, Bustler. But how are things going, mate? How uh preparations going, going for your flight?
2: Yeah, going really, really well. Um, yeah, things are things are going along smoothly, which um sometimes uh um, yeah, you know, you've got to keep on top of things, but um going better than I expected. So uh yeah, you know, I'm I'm doing the eight rounds. Uh, pretty comfortably now. And, um, you know, we're c- certainly building up the pace of that now. And, uh, yeah, I'm in, a, I'm in a good spot.
0: How different is it to – we spoke last time about your, your first fight and you said even pre-fight, you know, getting your second win, doing things differently. What did you learn from your, your first fight and the preparation? What have you changed up?
2: Yeah, just um, I'm, I'm more relaxed in there now. You know, it was uh, – the first fight I had was, you know, it was almost a sprint, you know, six two-minute rounds. So you've got to get in and get it done. With this we can settle into the fight a bit more you know we want to put a bit of a pace but um yeah we can settle in um and obviously just pick your moments um you know you can't split through three I minute mean, rounds particularly in your second fight so um just to be a bit a bit smarter about uh how we go about it and um you know, sort of tailoring training to suit um so you know a few things different as you spoke about before and as you alluded to that um, I learned quite a bit in the first flight in terms of warm-ups and you know, getting the second week earlier and all those sorts of things. So there's you know, a lot to learn, but um, you know we've uh, certainly put that in place in this fight camp.
1: Hey, just on um, the, the early stages of a, a fight camp, um, how hard is it? In terms of referencing it, maybe towards, say, Nick Davis' first time, day of um pre season training doing a time trial three K like and he's basically been beaten by the guy who puts the bins out. How well, where were you early days with this? Is it is it like, oh my goodness, what am I doing this for? You gotta get through it somehow or is it uh something else?
2: I was never in the hurt logger like that. Nick Davis coming back day one of three Oh, it was so um, great. Let's just get that straight. It was so great. <laughs> but, um look it, it is it is tough but I've kept myself in reasonable shape so um yeah, it's it's just adapting to, um, you know, you got to be comfortable in a in a high pressure, uncomfortable situation. That's that's the key. Um, you know, there's carnies going on, there's someone trying to kill you. You have got to be cool, calm, collected, and, and be able to fire back. So, it's um, yeah, it is tough. But as I said, I've kept myself in a reasonably good shape to, you know, to springboard off that. And then just, yes, fight camp is hard and it's grueling. And there's lots of sparring, and you know, you have your good days and bad days. And some days you get punched up, and you're thinking, geez. You know, am I on the right track here? And then the next time you spar, you, you know, you light the bloke up. It's just how it is. It's an up and down process. And, but that's why boxing is, uh, you got to respect the it guys. It's a tough sport and it's not for everyone.
0: Hey, Bustler, how much uh, time and effort are you putting into to Sonny in regards to seeing what he's doing? He's, we're obviously, again, we spoke that he uh, he took off overseas for his camp and, and some of his other fights. Are you doing much vision uh, of that sort of AFL style, prepping for your opposition?
2: Absolutely we've we've looked at what he does and look, um
0: we're under no illusions. he's gonna improve. You know, he's got
2: he's training with world champions, he's got some of the best trainers in the world he's training with he's gonna improve. So, you know, it'd be a mistake to go off his previous fights and go, Oh, this is how he's gonna fight. But there's some things in a fighter's DNA and a a person that you can't change um quickly and uh, you know, we've certainly put our eye on those things and uh, we're keeping it very very basic um, I'm certainly not going to be some world champion or you know challenge Justice Hooney for the Australian heavyweight title I'm, you know that's just not going to happen that's unrealistic so we're, we're keeping things very basic we're doing all the, the basic stuff right and drilling them and um, it's like you know tipping tip of water into a glass sometimes the water overflows if you fill it too much there's no putting No no point putting all that information in if the water's just going to flow out and you don't take it in. So we're keeping it very, very basic.
1: Um, Barry, earlier on we were talking about trial stories and Nick was mentioning the fact that once upon a time he got little Jake King, um, little... Fly in a bottle, uh, Richmond little nugget who came and pestered him um, during a trial. and he Just do wa- a lap around Barry and he just, <laughs> they just
0: disappeared.
1: They weren't there anymore. He couldn't be bothered. He couldn't be bothered chasing him around. He, he just, like, it was It was about survival. And we'll get on to SAS, your appearance on that in a moment. But it was about survival trials for, for Nick. Have you got any, like, it is trial season right now, February, when the sweat comes out. Uh, any things that stands out from your time playing footy that you go, I just wanted to get through that. Or did you actually enjoy trials? I actually
2: enjoyed them. Um, a bit of a challenge. But there is a story to the Jake King um, match-up that was talking about. And, um, you know, Jake King, you know, walks around like, you know, he's carrying chopper bugs. He, you know, he pumps <laughs> the chest out and he's, mm. you know, he's a, he's a solid little nugget. and he's, he's got a mouth to suit, that's for sure. But, um, you anyway, know, he was talking a bit of trash and, you know, I was getting into him a little bit. And then uh, I, I said to him, um, "I reckon I've seen you on uh, on midget porn," and because um, he's quite short, obviously, uh, for those people who don't know. And uh, anyway, the guy who was playing on me, he's, uh, his teammate, just cracked up laughing and said, "Oh, there's no coming back from that. That's he's he's got nothing." So had a bit of a laugh. Moved on. Anyway, at the end of the game, we won the game, and the uh, the fullback came up to me, his teammate and shook my hand and said, well done no, mate, he goes, hey, I just want to know what you're doing watching midget porn by the way. And,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> and once again, probably... for all the uh, kids in the car with the parents this morning, ask your parents. Anyway.
0: <laughs> that was, that was too, sorry, that was Narandra or something like that. Was, Narandra? Narandra, I mean, we went down there but it the, would some have been the, nice and cool down, down there, the, there in Some February? of the funniest ones was watching Bus Hawley and LRT in our intro clubs, Louis Roberts Thompson. Yeah. But, <laughs> And everyone loved Louis, but then Hawley would get the little mist go across his eyes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we'd be there,
0: go watch these, watch this, watch this. Poor Louis. <laughs> <laughs> There was no because I was talking about when you see the matchup board and Hawley. We said like this time of year be like looking to work out. I oh, yeah, the Hawley's on there, and then I'm next to Hawley, and then Mix there. Okay, we're the good forward line, and then we'd be like, we got the good defense or the bad defense this time. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to work out who's oh, who I, in I, the
2: zoo. As you know, as you know, I love uh, Louis. He's a, he's, a, he's a great kid, and um, when I actually left the Sydney Swans and play for Western Bulldogs, I, I played on him, and I was just. Yeah, you know, licking my lips going, here we go, I can get any set now. So he knows what's happening in those troll games. So it was uh, quite an experience playing for the Bulldogs against, uh, against Lily.
1: Hey, we've got a text on the text line, Barry. Uh, Stu from Cronulla asks, can you ask about what it was like being on SAS Australia? Now, you're, you're here with us on the radio this morning, so you survived, first of all. What was it like? Oh, look,
2: it was very challenging. and. and Obviously, that's what the show's all about. It's a it's a mental challenge. You can't just you know use your brawn and physicality and your, and your fitness to get through. It's very much a mental game as well, and um, it's one of those shows you just can't switch off. So a lot of people also ask, is it legit? Is it is it true what goes on, or is it reality TV? You know, do they you know miss the shot and they go, okay, everyone stop and we'll go back to the start? It's it's not like that at all. So, Ant Middleton, who runs the course says to the production team, if you miss the shot, bad luck, I'm running my course as it should be ran. If you miss it, that's on you. So they run it how it should be ran and there's no stop starting there's no, oh, let's do that again, we missed the shot. It's very much real and um, it's one of those things you really need to get into a mindset of um, of where you are and what it's all about because they they can call you out of bed at four in the morning and you've got five minutes to be ready with backpack on, uh, your water bottle filled right to the top, all your clothes dry, uh, your boots on, everything, you've got to be assembled up within five minutes. If you haven't got five minutes, if you're <coughs> a second late. There's big, big punishment. So you almost sleep with uh, one eye open. It's um, Yeah, you're always on edge and you've got to get in that mindset. It's um, It took me a couple of days to do that. Um, it probably took people, well, they're still not in it. There's, there's a few contestants <laughs> who just never got into that mindset because they haven't been in the sporting um, or a termed environment. Um, mm. and, you know, what we obviously been in some footy camps, Dave, where yeah. it's, you've got to be mentally challenged and you know you're always on edge. So I sort of adapted to it within a couple of days, but some people just didn't adapt to it at all. So you need to be
0: on, absolutely. Uh, Bustler, now I'll get to the hard ingredient. Have you got a song picked out, man? It's got to be, it'd be Linkin Park or something like that. It's all... Oh, the walkout. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whenever we come into the gym, Mickey O and Goodsey and myself, we'd be have our, our cool rap meet and Holly would just come in. What's this? <laughs> <laughs> Linkin Park would go, <laughs> Linkin Park would go straight on. Holly's uh, in the gym.
2: Yeah, I'm into a bit of, um... Grungy stuff, you know. Death, destruction, destroy. You know all that stuff. In uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know other words, you
0: don't understand, and you know you just mumble them. Just and, scream. And just scream into so. the microphone. What do you got? What's yeah, your walkout song, man? Yeah, I
2: song to be honest, but I'm uh, I'm open to suggestions.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, and I can also confirm that you still hold the longest burnout on Driver Avenue too. <laughs> A couple of the new boys came in last week and had a bit of a crack, but no, you still got him, man.
2: Oh look, that was a mistake, and you should never do those sorts of things on the road. <laughs> oh, you, look
0: at him, I'm so proud of him. Well, the thing about a burnout 22. is 22.7 meters. <laughs> you don't go
1: over the speed limit. Speed limit, limit. no. <laughs> you ruin no, your tyres, but uh, very true. But it is dangerous. It, so it is don't dangerous. No, diet, we don't, no, Let's not do that.
0: Let's just go on SAS and jump out of helicopters <laughs> and all that sort of set yourself
1: on fire. <laughs> Hey Barry, uh just over a month ago before your fight with Sonny Bill Williams, you can catch it on uh, Stan's new pay per view offering Stan event, March twenty three, tour four, Sonny Bill Williams v. Barry Hall. We'll check in just before the fight if your taper's going okay. And uh yeah, thanks again for joining us on the Mowers Club.
2: No, thanks for your time, boys, and we'll uh, we'll chat very, very soon.